1: Will it be
2: be televised?
1: (laughs) Will it be televised?
2: I love that our intro is so much bigger than us. Like, if this is your first time tuning in, and and your expectations were set by the intro, (laughs) I'm I'm sorry, because this is what you get. However, significantly, you're getting significantly more than... uh, then uh viewers listeners got last week who tuned in um we tried to okay so season five came back quarantine season uh doing it the only way we know how from afar we've been doing it from our homes via uh youtube live loving it i never want to go back to not doing a video when we do get together have to figure out how to do that For a number of reasons, uh, not the least of which, we're trying to, you know, dethrone and deplatform ourselves from Zuckerberg's uh, hate machine. Uh, We're trying to go live on YouTube last week. Didn't work. Didn't happen. Uh, happen. I was certain that whatever technical difficulties we were having had nothing to do with me, even though I should know better. They always have to do with me. I have what's typically blazing fast internet for some reason, yeah. literally like as we started I guess last Friday, uh, my internet speed crashed to like a crawl and stayed that way for that whole weekend. Um, oh. it's back. I don't know what happened. Ooh. Anyway, uh, Ooh. here we are, uh, deep state bullshit. That's uh, what happened. Uh, yeah. It, we, they're after they're us. They're trying to shut us down. They They were so uh yeah now we're on a that's, pirate uh, signal honest. and uh, everything's working um <laughs> we're, we're broadcasting from three separate dinghies in three boats off the shore of uh <laughs> carolina you'll never find us we're, we're in international waters, waters. Um, whoa up seas ahead <laughs> that's funny uh so hey uh, really quickly to the current listeners future <clears> listeners <throat> past listeners one thing i never get to i always forget And I'm going to work on it uh, up front and at the end. I do want to always, I I mean to always thank John Gerler because I listened to that intro. I love that intro. It's an integral part of who we are, what we do, um, and also our outro, which is also a piece of music by uh, John DJ FM Gerler. Um, Just a tremendous musician in recovery. He deserves way more credit way more often than uh, I give him. djfm word djfm.com check them out yeah Uh, the other thing i always forget to to say is this tell your mama tell your friends tell who you can about our show like us on the socials i'm not going to list them go find them you know who we are uh give us as good a rating as you feel comfortable giving on itunes and here's the reason uh, everybody who's has heard this over the years, probably after the first year, hears me complain frequently about, about having to be the engineer for this show. Um, but beyond that, I would love for us to get to the point where we can actually pursue mainstream advertisers of some sort. That doesn't mean major advertisers, but people that market mainstream products, that we have the numbers that would allow us to to find advertisers we believe in ideally that at least one of us uses um, to support this show um, and things that I genuinely we genuinely believe our audience would benefit from that doesn't feel gross historically specifically and going forward I just don't want money from recovery industry from recovery focused efforts and I guess that's all I'll say about that. So the way to, to do that is to, you know, tell people about us. Um, but the reality is, we'll keep doing it. As I've always said, if just one person's listening, that's reason enough to keep doing it. That's it. All right. Well said. I'm turn off my camera Damn. and my mic. See you guys later. <laughs> well said. Good job. Nice. So
1: <laughs> I use a lot of products, guys. I know you're all prodigious consumers of products yeah, yourselves. I like products. So yeah, products good. So uh, that's just something to think about. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, we we have a very wide pool to uh, to fish in, I guess. Um,
2: Yeah. Yeah, and for what it's worth, I mean, I'm just saying things like, I I love Peloton. I ride a Peloton, but we're just we're not remotely big enough for Peloton to give a shit about us. Um, But you know, I did. There's a up and coming like. I also eat a lot of uh, uh, like protein bars. Um, and maybe one of the bigger ones were not big enough for them, but there was a new one coming out, and I, I wrote to them. I'm like, hey, you know, I, I think yeah. because typically, as a recovery audience, an audience that's getting or has been uh, in recovery, um, I think for, we tend to often be health conscious. We're trying to get better in mind, body, spirit, right? Um, yeah. Improve ourselves, I should say. Uh, anyway, that's all. I'm. I don't know about you guys, but I'm ready to
1: sell the fuck out too. <laughs> I want all these shelves behind me. Whatever that energy bar is, yeah. let's I put have, it right there. I have one right. in each fist right now. <laughs> <laughs> pile Matt, Matt, here. you have so much energy tonight. What do you? Uh, what do you coming inside? Is... I think I'm double sober now. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> that
0: funny. Yeah. Okay. I, I think that's good, Chris. I think that's nice, man. I uh yeah, I love it, man. I, th- I someday our brewery maybe we can cut a deal and sponsor this show. <laughs>
2: I, I think we, we can. And I'm not saying you know let's we, negotiate uh, this contract right here, live w- in front of us. Absolutely can <laughs> and I will absolutely uh speak uh proudly uh and at length about well being uh brewing company. Um and you know, right. that offer's open, you know, to you too as well. I'm saying that on the air right now. Right now, um, right now. But uh, yeah. But uh, you know, I just you know, yeah. Yeah. Well, I, just, I have
0: some thoughts I'll tell you about, like how we're doing it. We we do have one other sponsorship that we don't pay any money for, but we right. give them a code, and then they say the code on the air, and people buy beer from the website on the code that we just give them ten percent of what they sell, which is like an affiliate marketing program. But it's kind of it works. It's pretty cool.
2: Uh, I like I'm it. I'm looking for a money money marketing. No, program. I yeah. <laughs> 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 I'm looking for it. We'd like some money. Yeah, I'm with you. Pay up. Well, that's cool. Uh, so, anyway, but yeah, right. you no, know, world beings, uh, you know, our our our, our
1: um, spiritual sponsor.
2: Yeah, I mean, our our honorary yeah. sponsor. I mean, one always oh, will be.
1: Sure. I mean, yeah. Sure. yeah. I'm with you. I'm yeah. with you. Something so, we uh, got to witness its genesis, kind of. That's right. No, it was birthed
0: on this show. Exactly. Right. It was kind of happening during during this show, during the five years of this show, we, that, that whole project came from start to to now, right? Mm-hmm. Like, talk about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's cool. Um, I was also reminiscing because Chris posted about Founders Day, mm. which mm. is tomorrow. And Chris, who's the most least AA guy, is the one who posted it and had already registered for it. So I registered for it. As but did the, I. Yeah, I know. So tomorrow, if you're listening to this, and Matt, Chris, and I actually, I don't even know when this was—two or three years ago, four
1: years ago, uh, five, I think. But five. I like, Yeah, wow. Yeah, four or five years ago, yeah. but I, but I think it might be five. And it was the 75th anniversary, or the 80th anniversary, or 70th, well, something like.
2: the 85th, so it must have been
1: like the 80th. Okay. Yeah, the okay. 80th.
0: Right. It was right. a big one. Yeah. Wow. And uh, we went. We got in a car, road trip to Akron, Ohio. Went to Founders Weekend uh, and, and started at the big, you know, the big assembly hall, saw the first speaker, did a bunch of killer meetings that day, went to Dr. Bob's house um, and then saw a terrific speaker that night in the stadium with, you know, I don't know how many people, 30, 40,000 people, right? Yeah. So tomorrow, everyone can experience the Founders Day online and we'll see how the program goes. <laughs> so you can just go to foundersday.org starting at 11 tomorrow we'll we'll see right it'll be interesting mm. but i was like yeah checking out the uh you know cause just going back and remembering how much fun that was mm. and how you know you know being the going to the hotel where bill wilson went to the you know that moment where the bars right there and the right. phones right there and you're like read that story a million times in the book and you're like it's pretty powerful it's pretty yeah. powerful. So, you know, it was, it's stayed, cool
2: we well, it just stayed with me about dr bob's house yeah, is the, the fifth in a sock in the bathroom. <laughs> yes! which is just gross. Yeah, <laughs> it was gross. Well, I'm I, I guess that's how it hit. Like he hit it or something, but that like it's staged like a muse, you know, museum style. Yeah. There's like yeah. a fifth yep. in a sock, which I have to assume was a dirty sock. You oh, know, the, in theory, the or, or the yeah. original, leaned up against <laughs> the floor, like on the floor, leaned up against the wall in the bathroom, and I'm just like, that is just that is nasty. That is <laughs> nasty shit, and I'm like, even, you know, there's some nasty shit that we go through as people in the throes of our, uh, sure, of our, um, but for so, and in, in the in the spec on the spectrum of nastiness, that's not that nasty, but just seeing that yeah. fifth in a dirty sock, that's fucking gross
0: to me. Was it whiskey? Was it like some old
2: ta-
1: timey whiskey? Yeah, it was a brown, some brown, yeah. brown, okay. a brown liqueur, Some rot gut. Yeah. it was. Uh, it was a nice little bit of staging, though. Yeah. You know, it really took you there. Yeah. I mean, I've I've done like uh, Anne Frank's house yeah. in yeah. Amsterdam, and you amazing. know, that's an immersive. It's an immersive experience. I yeah. think that's what they're going for mm-hmm. with uh-huh. the sock yeah. and the whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it'll be a little work to do still, but right uh, a little you could go yeah
0: exactly
1: but i you know what i remember about that house was the kitchen table with the phone the phone in the middle of it the the fateful you know how many alcoholics called that phone in duress and the three of us took some pictures huddled around the phone that i i have on they let you
0: sit at the kitchen table and take a picture that's pretty cool and pretend to help someone But I do remember, and you go up to the bedroom where they started doing the original, the very first fourth and fifth step ever. was right here in this bedroom, which is pretty cool. But then I remember, out, didn't we walk outside and there was a courtyard and there was like a hot dog machine? There was like, yeah. like
2: a t- hot dog machine in the neighbor's yard. The neighbor was selling right. hot dogs or something. Hey, what's going on? And we had a hot dog yeah. party.
1: I just had a great idea. I just uh, wait a second. Everyone's going to
0: come out of this house. They're going to be hungry.
2: The other I'm gonna get a hot dog. Get your ice cold beer here. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, but it was good.
1: though. It that was, was fun. That it was, was a fun, and uh, we all kind of went in cold. Yeah, but no came idea. in hot. Like yeah. we didn't know what we were doing, but we came in with a lot of enthusiasm, and we're pretty much up for anything. And uh, a lot of bikers. Mm. Yeah, a lot, a lot of bikers. Of
0: bikers.
1: Yes. I remember, a lot of bikers. Somebody really needs to study this phenomena. This yeah. like uh, the, that, Venn Di- the Venn diagram, long-term recovery, and yeah. Harley-Davidson products. There's mm-hmm. a big fat lab there.
0: My first meeting in Florida was all bikers, like hardcore Harley guys. And yeah, you're right. Ever since I... And then that that place, Akron, was just full of them. Like 50% oh, yeah. of the audience was <laughs> bikers. That's Who so biked funny.
1: there, you know, like long-haul bikers from yeah. Uh, whatever. Yeah, that's cool. That, that was, was our so cool. first. That was our first trip, and then yeah. we did D.C. I think, and then we did Austin. Yeah. Uh, so we it's we I we got to do another. It's I time. Agree. You know, as soon as people could travel yeah. again, and in, in some capacity. Uh, I don't know. I've talked about this.
0: Yeah. Um. Oh, but tomorrow the one thing about Akron is that if you have never heard a, a world class AA speaker, they will have them tomorrow. Right. That whatever yeah. whoever the closing yeah. speaker is tomorrow at seven <laughs> o'clock will be. As good as they get in AA, yeah, right? Fair,
2: they also, kind of have some kind of eh. yeah. <laughs> yeah well, no, one, the closer, yeah, no, it was closer good. Was yeah, good. And I'll tell you what, the, yeah. being in the stadium, which I do have to not just to, to shit on the AA parade here, but it wasn't forty thousand. You can that was like think. that was like a twelve thousand person stadium. Yeah, Three hundred thousand people, what? dude. That was the biggest crowd yeah. ever. What big. are you talking about? It was the big. crowd. It was, was absolutely amazing. the biggest like meeting. Like you could, yeah. anyone will ever attend. It was a lot of people, okay. um, but Perfect. and I will say this. But the only reason I give that caveat is because I'll also say this: it was an incredibly powerful experience as a sober person in recovery who has not often been in the presence of that sort of community yeah. to be surrounded by us ourselves people, you know, our people, um, in, in that, in numbers like that. And then the, the thing that really, what really stuck with me, two things stuck with me, the sock (laughs) and, and being in that stadium (laughs) when they did the thing where everybody, uh, stood up and then they said, if you have, uh,
0: Ten years of sobriety. Years,
2: like they went through yeah. it, these different yeah. periods of time. The
0: countdown, yeah. And,
2: and had every, and people sit down in this massive state. You know, it was, it was a yeah. massive meeting. It, you know, it's just yeah, yeah. And then, you know, like two guys end up standing at the end when it's uh, yeah, fifty years yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Uh, yeah, was really amazing. Yeah. Do you cool. guys remember? Uh, God, this is this is
1: macabre. But do you remember Robert Koopman, uh, that? That dude from chicago who hooked up with us and he had three buddies with him and uh oh we, we saw him, him at the street. stadium yeah and he came over and kind of like yeah. sat with us for a little yeah. while yeah.
2: yeah
0: and he was Great. your bo- your guy from where you went to treatment in chicago right first
1: step from the first step house yeah, he's part yeah, of that yeah. community yeah well he had three dudes with him mm-hmm. uh i know two of those dudes are no longer with us on this planet it might be all three Robert's still going strong but this could be because of uh, of our disease and these are people that went to founders Day one of them died sober one of them uh, did not both of them took their own lives but oh, these yeah. are guys who but you know these are uh yeah. people who are very much in the middle of the boat as they yeah. say like yeah, yeah. Doing the deal um, yeah heartbreaking but that just tons of good long-term sobriety and tons of newcomers too. It was a. Yeah. It's a nice, a nice mixing. Yeah. So yeah,
0: and, and so this is my curiosity. Cause I have no idea. You had there's a Zoom link. Can Can Zoom? You just have a hundred thousand people on Zoom. It's no problem, and you can just do this. Or how does that work? I'm like, I have no work? idea. I don't know. How I don't
2: know. If, I'm pretty sure that you, can, that you can. I think you can have in a room watching. Everybody won't be visible, but I think you can have. Yeah. I don't know. Thousands of people. Um, just watch, yeah. The broad, it's like a broadcast, right? right? Like oh, no, that's cool. Um, yeah. but yeah, you're not all going to be there with all your little Brady Bunch faces, you know, like talking, <laughs> yeah. talking over each hey, other. Hey, what's yeah. Where up? You right, you go. <laughs> like yeah. pixel
1: pixel size, just to uh, sea of faces. that wouldn't you know. be at all disconcerting. Yeah. Um, that no, I think it's going to be really interesting. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I've done some. I've gone to some lectures uh, of different authors, you know, through Zoom. Mm -hmm. and little mini performances and stuff and that you know the platform the platform works for that stuff so Uh, it's getting weirdly easier to be on zoom right or just to do this Mm -hmm. i don't know it's yeah it feels easier i had i had several zooms this week with people i'd never met before and uh i was nervous as hell but Hmm. Uh, in a different way than I would be in person like in person I think it would have been a lot easier um, but yeah I don't know I'm am getting a little more accustomed to the video thing um, yeah. it's funny cuz I didn't
0: you know I'd been going to the therapist that Chris recommended mm-hmm. um, with my wife Bless. and then I went and then I went by myself and, and by myself I know but it was hey look <laughs> I, I, Sorry. It, I I didn't think it was going to be possible
2: I have to interject. I just now pulled up on our live feed over yeah. my face a picture of the, the bottle in the sock leaning up against the wall. Oh. No, it's, no. it's not quite as gross as I remember it, but it's, it, it's pretty <laughs> gross. I mean, just, oh, I don't know why. Yeah. Anyway, it, there it is. Yeah. It's Beautiful. Just showing people.
1: Oh, uh, yeah. That's so funny. All
2: right. Oh, the socks all right. in the bottle and the the spoon. <laughs> Socks all right. Sorry, I didn't <laughs> interrupt you. That's to funny. Take
1: this. Uh, yeah. a, well, hey, we'll go to any lengths. We will hide whiskey in our socks. Hmm. Sure.
0: <laughs> sure. <laughs> That's funny.
1: Do you, uh, you see The Simpsons where Homer tried to quit drinking? And uh, one of the questions was, does he hide beer? You know, he's taking the questionnaire that we've yeah. taken at some point. Are you an alcoholic? And one of the questions was, does he hide beer around the house and he has them in the toilet tank behind the toilet? A six pack of cans back there. Oh, that's uh, awesome. awesome. Like, yeah, that's good stuff. I don't know. I was never I got really clever with drugs, but uh, hiding them and, you know. Yeah. Yes.
0: Yeah, I, I I definitely made sure shit was around. I mean, you know, yeah. it's funny. I been uh, this this was a topic at the Wednesday meeting. The amount of energy you know you expend using is a lot of energy, and the amount of energy you expend trying to control your using is a <laughs> lot of energy. And I just remember all that stuff of yeah, thinking through the next three days of money, booze, drugs, you know, whatever that was.
1: Just like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, that's a lot of work. <laughs> a C- lot of fucking work. Cigarettes, yeah. yeah. Like, Doing the mental geometry to make yeah. sure you have the four or five things that you can't totally. live without at that time, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It would always be a few things yeah. for me. Like, you know, nicotine and alcohol were yeah. givens. And whatever else we could season it with, you know, that was good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but you're, you're right. It's like you're in spreadsheet mode all the time.
2: Yeah. Do, I
1: have an, do I have enough? Do I need to get more before this? Right. Should I? you know uh just f- figuring it out mm-hmm. that's fine so you had
0: said earlier matt that you uh you had a you had a week where you're like you feel <laughs> like you your brain you know, something in your brain had uh turned off just cuz it's been such
1: a crazy week right i think honestly it must have been like wednesday yeah i, re- I reached some kind of critical mass and uh just burned out mm-hmm. yeah i think i was in such a heightened, vigilant state of outrage yeah. at all times yeah. that it was like, uh, paranoia was starting, you know. It was just, mm. I felt like I was only using the edge of my office chair, wow, and all day was just like, ah, God, ah, and uh, no, I just <clears throat> had to step away, and it wasn't like, hey, you, you need an internet vacation there, buddy. No, it was <laughs> like, I just. None of it was having the same effect on me. I looked at the news a million times today, but yeah. I think uh, – I don't know. The desensitization, uh, desensitization process is complete. Yeah. This is what it looks like when you're done. <laughs> yeah. But like I – yeah.
0: yeah, you, you – I'm with I, – I can feel that it's almost like you you come through something, right? Like you can't – I don't know. There, You come out on the other side of something. I don't know what that is. And maybe – it is interesting like do you do you get up and read watch tv and get and find seek ways to outrage and I, it's so easy i mean i'm not like i do the same thing obviously but yeah i guess at some point you're
1: like you maybe just need a break right <laughs> for your, for well, your own mental it, health it's there's something you know to be massively upset about happening as we yeah. speak you all know the time. Yeah. Um, and uh i don't even uh, twitter's all i need because i I follow all these like right wing watch type yeah. collectives and, uh, you know, it always has an eye on the the, the right wing. But yeah. uh, so that's some fresh outrage. But uh, and, I don't know. And what is that
0: like? What is that right wing world? I do not. I'm not a Twitter guy and I don't like what is that world like? And why do you do that? Just because you feel like you need to know what. And I agree. Like I read Breitbart and Fox News just to. Huh say it's just to see like no i just want to see what the headlines are because they always kind of crack me up like here's this massive story in 99 percent of the media and then i like to read like oh no i get this awesome newsletter from uh this uh, the president of phyllis schlafly's organization whoever his name's ed martin every morning and it's like and he's a super trump you know guy but it's almost like it's written to a third grader and i love reading it because it's like every is he writing this to third graders explaining things this is so funny it's so funny i'm like oh man the intellectual uh if there ever was one has burnt out on that entire side of the political spectrum yeah. to me oh so there's I, I, n- n- there.
1: no absolutely we we watched this uh a couple nights ago this rick steves uh, history of fascism. And you know who Rick Steves yeah, is? Yeah, yeah, the travel guy. It's a real swell travel <laughs> sport. Hey, and he's just, it was him doing a history of fascism in Europe. <laughs> and, but f- first of all, just the, the distance between his tone and the subject matter know. was amazing. when he's like, awesome. we're going to get into fascism. <laughs> but uh, but and he's was, like, his travel guys are all like illustrated and happy. And he's got a... Like, that's hilarious. He's in like a light blue golf shirt and uh, chinos, you know, but he it went through uh, basically from the late 1800s all the way up through the fall of the Third Reich. So you had Hitler, Mussolini, uh, you know, what was happening in Spain at the time, Portugal, all these dictatorships kind of taking root. And it was fascinating. And it seemed really familiar. Yeah. Like some of the the. Attacking the free press and the gaslighting and all these things that we're very much familiar with now, yeah. but then there was this additional layer of uh, aptitude that is lacking right now. Like, like yeah. the bad the bad guys aren't as smart as those yeah. bad guys were. <laughs> and you know, yeah. when you jump watching there are two ways you could take it. You could be terrified because all these patterns have started to repeat themselves and and yeah. will continue to. Or you could be like, but no. They can't, you know. Yeah. That's funny. You're
0: right, because Hitler had Nietzsche or he had the greatest philosophers. He thought through what he was selling. Like he had a lot of whatever, you know, and that just doesn't there's no intellectual anything on the on the right today. They don't even try. There's like well, yeah, you're and fucking
1: Hitler, morons, so you know. Hitler was around for like twenty years not really doing great, but being in the public eye. Yeah. So he had, you know, a for better or worse, this political background. Um, yeah. And, you know, hundreds of thousands of followers by the time, I don't know. It's just, uh, this is a different animal right now. Yeah, so yeah, that, yeah. that was, that was kind of reassuring. Yeah. But I, yeah, I don't know. I feel maybe it's, uh, I haven't changed my medication or anything. I just feel pretty chill hmm. about okay. everything, which is good. It's nice because I was just, worked up. Uh, all the time worked up. Hmm. Yeah. Getting yeah. up in the middle of the night hmm. And uh, as soon as I would wake up in the middle of the night, I'd be like, turn on the light and get a book and be like, "Well, I can't. There's, you know, I'm not going to be able to fall back asleep." Um, yeah, it it is hard. The the the, but well, yeah,
0: I mean, it's hard enough to get out of your head, and then it's really hard when there's so much outside stimuli. Just you know, oh my god, it's amazing. It's yeah.
2: amazing. I do wonder what uh, you know, just purely like sort of academic perspective like I, I do wonder what the shakeout is from all of this specifically i guess quarantine in one sense like what impact that has had on sobriety and recovery mm-hmm. as a whole because yeah. i feel like as much as i've seen people being challenged to maintain uh sobriety possibly or being or having their recovery Challenged in some way or another, I do feel like there are a number of stories I've seen where people are like, "This is this is what's gotten got me soaked. You know, it's mm-hmm, like mm-hmm, I've yeah. seen so many, like you know, day one, thirty days, you know, yeah, ninety days. I've I've seen a lot of those, and not from yeah. people in, uh, in in the on my on my recovery social media, but on my right. My personal social media, like just people that aren't part of this, you know, normally, or or certainly that I've noticed being part of it, um, you know, sort of making the the move, making the the transition. Um, Interesting. Yeah, it is interesting. So I, I just, I guess, you know, it's hard to talk about individuals in terms of sort of like a net amount or something but mm-hmm. I, I just I, I am interested if what the if it's a net positive yeah net negative just in the sense that what what if if it is positive or negative but how do you how do you replicate or not obviously not replicating yeah,
0: right well that is it's really it interesting sense, to think about if,
2: what of it could you replicate if it's positive right, yeah. right. where i'm getting at mm-hmm.
0: yeah, yeah. Well, it's it's like you if you're quarantined and maybe it's funny, I'm just thinking through, like, OK, if I were still drinking and then this quarantine happened and I'm at my I'm on my last legs or at some point I'm like, oh, shit, you, you I'm an alcoholic. I need to do something about this. I haven't been able to do something about this. Now, all of a sudden, I'm stuck at home looking myself in the mirror every day. Right. Mm-hmm. You're like, and you're only going to sad drink and you're only going to, you know. It's just going to be lonely drinking. Or whatever which is, uh, <laughs> whatever sounds, drugs you have, yeah. like the prices is lonely going drug, up. Yeah. And you're having to, like, oh. to dealer come to your house,
2: and that might not right. be an option, or you have to go to their house. You know, all these things that make it more challenging. You might just say, fuck it. Fuck it. it. I, yeah. I, uh, I absolutely, I can't imagine
1: the stress. Yeah. It's hard oh, enough right. when society is fully functioning to get drugs, you know? Yeah. I mean, with this, and I... I I think just from a sociological standpoint, when they audit this, what this Mm -hmm. quarantine was and is and represents, um, just from a sociological standpoint, our relationships, our health, Mm -hmm. absolutely our sobriety. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, how how it changes everything it's like it's like a little sub experiment in the middle of the big human experiment and i think it's gonna prove as you said chris what what can we learn from this Mm -hmm. and then how can we do the shit that worked more uh
2: i don't know yeah and it's yeah it it is interesting um the the impacts of of all this um yeah and then, then you know overlaid with this Hopefully, once in a lifetime, like perfect storm of surreal, just global, just breakdown. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know this, these, these uh, issues of, of um, you know, police brutality and systemic racism and all that. Just what that's doing for people's mental health on the whole. Um, in some ways, you know, you look at this, these massive wave of like. Solidarity that crosses, you know, racial, economic, and you know, other sort of—it's very intersectional. This, this, this allyship for what's going on, and I have to think in some ways that has to have like a positive impact on some people's mental health, but the 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 relative chaos of it. I, I know is is having a you know significantly detrimental effect on lots of people's mental health. Yeah. Um, so I don't, know. I
0: don't know. I guess I'm just. Do you, Do you guys feel more or less like on a daily basis? I you know in in life before this happened, I would say if I went back and just took a temperature of myself uh, on a daily basis, there's always anxiety. There's Orally, just low grade or or
2: something. Those forehead. Bones. How, <laughs> right. how do you do? Okay. All right, just all three. Okay, so, don't yeah. be, don't be picky. You sorry. want a complete temperature. A okay. Take your temperature. <laughs> take your temperature. What happens?
0: Uh, I'm like ah oh, rectal rectal. No that's, no. no. Go ahead. Go. Uh, yeah. So, it, but today, but and I, obviously, the anxiety of the now, it, is that do you guys feel more of it on a daily basis? Just like oh yeah, there's just more low grade anxiety because what you're talking about is everyone you know life was hard enough before it as far as just being a good person working a program life happens and when we all talk about it and we all deal with it and however we continue not to drink is our program and then all of this anxiety happens and it's just happening all the time but i and, and i feel more anxious than ever before on a daily basis and yet and i think we're all trying to grasp on ways to just put that in perspective maybe or uh not go off the deep end, and yet here are, here we all are sitting here. None of us have, have gone back out again. So, anyway, I just wonder if you guys feel more anxious. Like, have you noticed, like, oh yeah, this has been the worst every day, a little bit more anxiety or whatever, you know? And that's what you're talking about, I think, Chris, just the overall level of what everyone is dealing with, right?
2: My short answer is I don't feel more anxious. Over okay. I, have a ne- I do not have a net greater anxiety in my life now than, norm- than, than, than normally. Uh, I think there there was a period definitely specifically related to uh, earlier state, stages of the, the quarantine and the coronavirus. I, I had a tremendous amount of anxiety over um, making sure specifically my daughter would be okay. Like if my wife and yeah, I, yeah. anyone? My wife. Yeah. Uh, my, my wife. My wife and I. And I. Came down, <laughs> came down with it. Like at the same time, and if we yeah. both died in our bed at the same time, I mean, there were stories like that about a, a mother who passed in her her bed, and her four year old child was like a couple of days alone in the in the apartment with her dinner, um, yeah. things like that. You know, there are stories about a single mom that. You know, her her nine year old daughter had to take care of both of them for like two weeks. That they couldn't, they didn't have anybody else, and so this nine year old daughter had to rise to the occasion. Those sorts of things gave me anxiety as it progressed, and we learned more about it. We thought, learn how to take care of each other, each other ourselves, and each other. I I started to become more comfortable with that. Now I'm, I'm like, okay, I think we're doing everything we can. Things are going to be in that regard we can do what we can do as far as the r- racial uh, issues we're facing I feel focused in that regard I feel um, in some ways uh, uh, relieved because I'm, it's allowed me to be much more vocal about things I think about regularly anyway quite mm-hmm. frankly Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I don't You know uh, yeah I mean uh, it's been in some ways a a tremendous relief um, for me that that aspect of it Um, but not that I not that this is the way I want it to happen but I'm like I can get through this because uh, the racism I experience if anything is maybe lessened right now I don't know Um, Mm but um, in some ways or or I'm certainly surrounded by uh, and talk to a lot more people that I may never have talked to as allies that are allies, um, you know, even just the people at work that I'm talking with uh, on a regular basis uh, about it. Um, sort of have this intersectional allyship of BIPOC and LGBTQ people mm-hmm. that we've all organized and have a, a private Slack channel and regular uh, Meet, you know, Google Meet call um, for the past uh, couple weeks, and that's been. Tremendously. Um,
0: yeah, I'm, just, I'm sure that's just amazing, anyway. right? Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, yeah. Bonding, anyway,
1: yeah. which cool.
2: wouldn't have wouldn't
1: have, happened, wouldn't have happened, you know, had had without this horrible impetus, but impetus nonetheless,
2: right. right? Absolutely. So, I mean, in some ways, I, I am finding the things to to be positive about in that specific regard. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. So, anyway, that's, that's my long answer.
1: I like I it. Make it. That's short,
2: good. What, what about you, Matt? Uh,
1: more anxiety or less anxiety? Yeah, yeah. Like what? Uh, less, if anything, of Good. late because all the stuff that makes me anxious, or one of the the greatest sources sources of anxiety, mm-hmm. are out there. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And I really have been like living under glass, and uh, so dealing with. Uh, I deal with a very few, mm-hmm. you know, number of people through Zoom and channels like the, you know, um, I don't have to deal with a lot of people. I don't have to do a lot of things that we've talked about before, Chris, those anxiety, you know, I mean, shit, getting my oil changed, mm-hmm. going to the bank, mm-hmm. getting my mm-hmm. hair cut even. Yeah. That's the shit that makes me a little loco. That's funny. Uh,
0: that is so true. Not <laughs>
1: doing any of those things I think might have lowered my level of ambient anxiety. What's yeah. get what's getting me now is just the uh, is more coming from the depression side I think. You know, it's just that mm-hmm. like uh depressive f- days. I mean, fuck. It just uh we've been on I've been in this cycle where life is sort of just taking a little break from uh from reality. So, I don't know. Yeah. I think the repetitiveness of it is starting to wear on me a little bit. Yeah. But but it's it's on man. It's mm-hmm. not you know it's uh certainly I wouldn't even classify it as being depressed yet because I know how that mm-hmm. I know how that jacket fits. Um, and it's not being anxious. It's just sort of being uh bored, you know. Yeah. Um, even with the even with the outrage and even with all these things that I mean you know. As three sensitive lads, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, two of whom you know have a, a little d- different stake in this whole operation, especially you know you, Chris, as a identifying as personal color. I don't know. Uh, I just feel like everybody's been pulled and pushed and stretched a lot emotionally, Absolutely. and uh, and I think maybe it almost feels like my calm and apathy is chemical at this mm-hmm. point. Like I, yeah. I like he's done worn himself out running around now it's just tired you know and I think like. that's
2: totally I mean a, a, a legitimate a, a, like not not the, not legitimate but a I, I totally get that that response because the thing is this was such a, a a crisp like it was a short sharp snap of an inflection point and and everyone has immediately had to um uh confront the, the place that they are on the, on this, this, yeah. this line, you know, this spectrum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and mm-hmm. there are so many things that, uh, that <laughs> as individuals, we don't understand about what's on the other side of the, the line that we're on. You know what I mean? Does this making sense? Meaning like yeah. I, as a, you know, I, the, the BIPOC Brown indigenous people of color, that that that's a relatively recent, yeah, initialization developed to distinguish between the fact that black people—I mean, black indigenous and people of color—but black people and indigenous people should be separated from a more generalized people of color or person of color because of mm-hmm. very specific instances of of systemic racism they've been exposed to in the United States and around yeah. the world. So, but so as a person of color. I have to understand like, you know, my struggle is understanding my place in this specific moment of time and my, my role, how I can use what privilege I have and how I Mm -hmm. can, uh, you know, how I'm in a sense entitled to react to what is very much about right now specifically, but also historically about black people and their treatment Mm -hmm. by the system, um, such as it is. Anyway, but I totally get it. I mean, I've 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 had to like sort of, in a sense, build certain like calluses in a sense and, like and just keep and like work through muscles that can have gotten tired. Like last week when we were doing this, I was so mm-hmm. <laughs> I wasn't even ready for it. I was uh, last week was when I was having that. I think the same dip and no nobody really got that from me because of the technical difficulties. I was just yeah like, felt like I was raging into the wind. I'm <laughs> um, like, wow, it's all falling apart. <laughs> but that's exactly. I was like, I, I had had enough last week. Um, yeah. Anyway, that's how I
1: get it. Now. It was exhausting. Yeah. Last week was exhausting. The week before was exhausting. Yeah. I think that if we're really, uh, if we are sort of holding a mirror up to our lives, you know, and this mm-hmm. podcast is a direct reflection of how we're doing. Yeah. We seem a lot more chill this week, yeah. Uh, collectively, yeah. And uh, wow, my voice is changing apparently, so that's exciting. <laughs> Maybe I'll have a nice big beard. Yeah. Like, uh, no, you know, I mean, I think uh, something's going on there. Yeah. I don't okay. know. How, how was your, were your weeks uh, crazy or were they good? Yeah,
0: mine was. It's funny, but just to to think about what you're saying, if we're all sitting at home reading this the world of news and just seeing it all on social media and we're, we're this outside world's happening right and we're all trying to hold on and make meaning of it and uh is it going well for us is it going <laughs> poorly for us uh who's up who's down yeah this week seems like a better week just in general more hopeful i don't know why yeah i guess I'll, you know for all the reasons you know everyone's been putting in Time, effort, thought, action, work, and it, its feeling like that, I guess. So that's it. You know, I—it feels different. And so, yeah, just a week later, you're right. It'd it, it it be like a little, a little more peppy.
1: <laughs> maybe there was a little bit more—I don't know—hope hmm. in the last week than the week that preceded it. Yeah. Um, but it's—it's it's just uh, part of the exhaustion for me is. You can find exactly, you know, this cloud we're pulling from, all, mm-hmm. all this instantly available data, you can find exactly, someone to tell you exactly what you're thinking is right mm-hmm. at any given time, yeah. they can. You know, it's just uh, mm-hmm. the fact that we can self-select our own reality, not just politically, but also in terms of mood.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: it, yeah. So if you're a fucking angry, bedwetting liberal like me, <laughs> You, I can reach right for like the hottest cookie cookie on the plate you know i'm just like fuck and uh (laughs) yeah it's crazy and i'm sure you guys do you have a rotation of like 30 sites that you hit every day
0: yeah Yeah. right Uh, yeah
1: Yeah. i know and they
0: that's good or bad yeah is that good or bad i was thinking about this today of all the things the the whole idea of surrendering to alcohol and surrendering to you know, you're powerless over this drinking idea and the idea of being powerless. And I mean, how, how far does that extend into your life? And what in my life am I using to sort of numb, just to feel numb? And I, I wonder if information gathering is one yeah. of those things that I use to not deal with, not to confront something. I'll just read another thing or I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read one more, read one more. And it feels some in some ways kind of like that, right? I don't know why, but it just feels like I'm just... Trying to play the numb card, which leaves you numb. It's not good or bad, and and I maybe we need that, you know, in these heightened times. Like yeah. numbing out a little bit isn't a bad thing. I don't know.
2: Maybe I think right. my, my sense is that if if you're sort of going and just consuming the the um the raw materials, you know, of yeah. the the however many sites you visit. Yeah. i'll say my my consumption runs to i it's who i it's who I visit like i follow mm-hmm. people now as opposed to sites in in general that's yeah. how i that's how I process and consume uh information online is there are people I like and if they post something to explore then I go explore that wherever it leads me. Um, yeah. and, you know, I'm subscribed to certain newsletters, and I'll, you know, I'll quickly go through them if an article looks like it's something I'll jump out. But half the time, I don't know. I'm not even paying attention to the source, um, other than I know if I'm subscribed to the newsletter, it's hopefully I subscribe to a source I trust. Um, uh, but uh, what was I saying? So, but I'm very much of a mind because I want to participate. And i want to participate as accurately and and productively as possible of of learning i mean I'd really make an mm-hmm. effort to um like but but I'm not suggesting you you aren't at all uh that's no. i'm just talking about myself uh, yeah yeah but uh you know like like qualitative quantitative data driven you know i yeah. love i love when you can go back and and counter an argument with with hard you know verifiable uh, credible um, you know data you know Mm -hmm. from a statistically Mm -hmm. significant source you know what I mean it's like I just um, and so that sort of I think that is what helps ground me or is you know just sort of object objectivity like when I have very subjective opinions but when I can just pile as much up, you know um objectivity mm-hmm. behind it that uh, then I, I feel you know good empowered
0: um yeah 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 um, yeah
2: and so i, I spent a lot of time doing that i spent a lot of time doing quite frankly research for other people in a sense I, like i'm the yeah guy, they, you know lots of people are like it's not my job to explain it to you to use, use a thing called google i'm the guy that like Oh no, that's my job. I'm going to go do all the research, and then I'm going to come <laughs> yeah. back and school you. You know what I mean? And it's like, um, I uh, and, and you know that that helps me. So
0: that's cool. Are you do you, do you then send it back to people? Are you arguing oh, a lot? I'm disseminating all the time,
2: left and right. I, mean, I see.
0: I I mean, I'm on your Facebook feed, so I read yeah. all that stuff. That I mean, you post a lot. Yeah, you post a lot of good stuff. Um, I learn a lot from what. But are there other places you're just also oh,
2: yeah. disseminating? Well, well, as of late, I and I think I might have mentioned this. I don't know if it was, if it was last week. I might have gotten lost in the technical difficulties. But um, when all the 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 uh, outrage over uh, George Floyd's um, murder started bubbling mm-hmm. up and uh, you know, I, I had also an organizational um, feeling about it. You know, I, I work someplace, and I and I, have, um, you know, so I'm wondering how my organization is going to handle it. And I have coworkers, or uh, you know, uh, BIPOC and LGBTQ coworkers, but specifically, I was thinking of my black coworkers, and. Um, I, I was thinking about what, what I would want um, yeah. and I reached out to a number of people just to see if they're okay because yeah. um, this is and this is tricky and I'm, I mean it's not I, I work for a tremendous when I got there I have to back this up really quick when I got there yeah. I commented to, to management to people in the organization I came home and told my wife in my experience in my St. Wife. Louis thank ah. you uh, this is the agency I'm at is exceptionally diverse um, yeah. Uh, when when I said that this past week, uh, actually last week, last weekend, uh, to uh, the uh, the president of our company, mm-hmm. you know, I, I commended him on this. I was noticeable and, and, and uh, commendable, and I commented on. I appreciated that when I came uh, to his credit uh, in a very self deprecating way. Uh, and he admits that this isn't an, an ideal metaphor, as he said, it. but I'm going to repeat it here, and I agree. It's, he said that's sort of like being the tallest dwarf. Um, and I think that's a legitimate position to take. Yeah. It's like, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, and oh, yeah. It, it, and say, you know, uh, so here's what I'm <clears> getting at. So I reached out to these people, and what that turned into was I, then I started a private Slack channel, and then I started a private uh, uh-huh. Google Meet. That's all I've done. I, I don't want, I didn't want to own it or anything, but so I've been talking with a growing body. I think pretty much everybody that identifies as BIPOC or LGBTQ at the agency is in this private group now. And we're all talking and then we're also ah, sharing cool. stuff with um, the agency. Uh, outside yeah. of our private group, there's a Black Lives Matter channel. And I'm doing a tremendous amount of sharing there. Um, just... I. You know uh, everybody's going to be uncomfortable like we're as we talked about early or i think yeah. regardless of where you fall in this in some way there's something you can yeah. learn um i think going you know well uh, but anyway so that's yes i'm sharing in a variety of places spaces um, nice and, le- and learning and researching and whatever yeah yeah and then is there anything oh go ahead just last thing on our on our podcast channels, there's a, you know, a loosely organized group, uh, podcasters against racism, Black Lives Matter. Um, and, uh, you know, basically, uh, a, a post, you know, to your sites, which is the, bare, you know, bare minimum we can do, but then, um, also asking, you know, our listeners to to think about their role as it pertains to this, what they can do, and to um, you know make some change and take action in their lives. Um, so, because quite frankly, in our in our sphere, this sphere that we're actually supposed to be talking about, because of writing recovery, uh, yeah, you know, BIPOC, I, I can't speak to LGBTQ, but are to the large degree, I think, an underserved. Community because their um, challenges often end up incarcerated as opposed to treated um, when it comes to addiction issues or mental health. Um, Yep. So, you know.
0: Yeah, yeah. That is. Yeah, that's that's. Yeah, just even thinking of it that way is a way that I would you know naturally think of it. You're totally right. You know, it's like oh, is a is there is recovery AA racist? I have not. That's not been my experiences. But yeah, is the whole system of incarceration and arresting, and who's going to jail over drugs and who's
2: not? Oh yeah, yeah, well, that's there's the true. One of between yeah. overt, proactive you know, active yeah, totally. racism and systemic, underlying, you know, system that just,
0: you know, sure understand. that we wouldn't even know or right. wouldn't even be aware
1: of. Yes. No, and I'm, no. Uh, And as far as it applies to AA, you know, I mean, in Chicago, the first step house where I got sober, there was a constant influx of guys coming through the house. And they were predominantly white, predominantly Catholic or Italian, uh, you know, Italian Catholic or Irish Catholic. And uh, they weren't coming from jail. They were coming from the relatives who couldn't take them anymore or the, the girlfriend or spouse who threw them out, you know. And then on the northwest side of Chicago on Sunday nights, uh, my parents and I used to go to an almost all black meeting uh-huh. and, uh, and it was similar to first step house in that there were guys, you know, Just it was a men's, men's yeah. only recovery, uh, yeah. facility and there were people coming in constantly and their intake was, it was attached to the prison system so closely. The only place you came in there from was, uh, was prison, you know? Yeah. So here you had two very similar facilities in their aims and in what they actually did. But uh, they were both in, you know, middle class neighborhoods. It was plain plain as day. Yeah.
0: I thought one of the most fascinating things. Okay, so just to think, we all heard this week. I thought the fascinating discussion was how to rethink policing in communities and things that I had never crossed my mind that, oh. You don't need to police this way. There's might be a better way to do it. Mental health professionals and just the whole that whole thing to me was fascinating to read about and really really think about. And now that we're talking about it, I'm sure there's there is probably something in the addiction recovery space that the police keep getting called for that aren't the police's job. You know, right. you're exactly right. Like, oh, this is a addiction problem or this is an alcohol problem or mental, not,
1: health,
0: right? Or yeah. mental, health, yeah, whatever, a whole well being problem or whatever. This that. And the person that we should send is not the police right. with the, you know, just they're not, they're not right. what they are signed up for, you know, and it's not the best way to serve
1: society. That's really interesting.
0: OK, well, I see what can what the- was
1: fascinating. That was right? fascinating. This well, when you, you know, uh, a lot of different outlets and a lot of different perspectives were looking yeah. at those three words, defund the police. Yeah. And what that really means. And yeah. while the right was running off and making it, you know, yeah, they're going to make cops illegal. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there were, you know there were there was no shortage of ways to find out what sure. that could really look like and what that could really mean and uh and yeah so much of it comes down to what is police are being asked to do too much mm-hmm. right now yeah. what should they be doing and what should we have other infrastructure to address you know it's interesting though
0: so yeah i kept thinking like i would join the addiction recovery 12-step force right i mean i've I <laughs> like or whatever that's called the person on the other end. It's what AA. It's like you know when you volunteer for AA. Right. But on. I when I very first got sober, I would go on when they had twelve step calls, right? And they're. It's just
2: the old, but yeah, I haven't. I haven't well, we like that. Would doing, be fascinating. Uh, we talked about yeah. forming like a, a SWAT level twelve step squad where we just show up and right. kick in people's doors and twelve yeah. step them. With <laughs> a little like, uh, okay. you know, I'm yeah. gonna
1: say going to say RoboCop hmm. yeah. like it was informed by a little bit of a RoboCop yeah. kind of take on the world Yeah, uh, would have been great
2: yeah. we D- could can like... still do it yeah. <laughs> yeah. don't me bro don't tase me <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. you're
0: going to sit there and gonna... be 12
2: step yeah. <laughs> I'm going
0: to tase you sober Three. boy Yeah. Right. it's yeah. I don't know I'm saying this this job could write itself and we can we can write this new job description the world needs that man what can what can we do to take the pressure off the police and better serve our communities that is it is pretty good though like Mm -hmm. there is a job out there that does not exist that could that money that's being currently given to the police could fund to better serve people that have addiction problems and are ready to find help right Right, uh,
2: right. Yeah, I like it. Um, okay, so I don't we, know
0: what that is. Like five, I don't know what
1: the uniforms look like either, but I'm kind of excited. I don't either. With, uh, yeah. I'm picturing some Superhero kind of uh, paddy wagon type, like uh, dog catcher 2.0 sort of construct. Yeah. Yep. White coats for sure. I agree, right? There's got to be a little medical science something. Behind and it. guns. And guns. You, you can know.
0: <laughs> That's funny. Uh, like sport guns, water guns. Right. <laughs> All
2: right. So, okay. Well. Um, so. I think we figured it out, guys.
1: Yeah. Yeah. We done did it. Yeah. Fantastic. Did we have anybody uh, in the chat room uh, tonight?
2: Well, we have. Uh, we do. We have. Uh, we have a few people hanging out. Um, we have the mayors. Uh, the mayors here, Lynn. Hello, Lynn. Um, Lynn. Tammy, uh, matching uniforms. Uh, Tammy S. Uh, yeah. Who we all. One of these days I'm gonna people well, I mean your name's actually on this on the chat, so I'm gonna say your name, Tim. what do you think about that? You guys know well, what I'm talking uh, about. It doesn't matter. Tammy S uh uh is here. Um a surprise appearance, ladies and gentlemen, Laura uh Laura S. Damn. Yeah, Laura S. Hi Laura I, S. Have, like, Laura S. It, like, we know we know, last with, name. With, with we you know your say last, name. last names I've I'll tell you this what. since we started doing this. But, yeah, I, I mean, know. everybody should be... Uh, no, I won't, I won't put that on anybody. But, but you,
0: uh, do, you know what the badge is? Your badge. The SRN badge. The fucking badge. That's our badge. Oh, as as, <laughs> fucking <laughs> badge. You know what um, I'm fucking talking about. But, yeah. I know what you're talking about. So we knock on your that. door, we show that badge through the little thing, and they let us in. it be like, the yeah. drug's yeah. in the back! And we so, go in there.
2: Say, on a lanyard. Definitely lanyard. Yeah. Patrick's here, too. He says, don't forget a theme song, which reminded me one of the positives of this is after like a million years running uh cops is canceled yeah um live pd is canceled oh man um, for its you know contribution to you know sort of being police porn um Did any, you guys at any times in
0: your life, did you ever? I mean, I absolutely. remember
1: being in college, and I did watch absolutely. cops. Yeah. Oh, uh, I watched yeah. that live police show with my parents a couple of years ago. Uh, and it really, uh, they centered a lot of their activity around, like, Springfield, Missouri, yeah. and northern Florida. Uh, so it was really, it, it, there wasn't a big racial element. They were really arresting a lot of country drunk. Yeah, uh, meth uh, users. White people, Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's um, fair.
2: I want to say, uh, okay, so real quick, uh, Mary, uh, okay, one of these days, I'm just going to say, if you listen to our show, I'm going to say your last name. That's going to be the new rule starting, <laughs> starting next week. Um, Changing the shit up. Yeah. Uh, Driver's
1: license number.
2: Nobody that knows you listens to this show anyway. Nicholas DB. Uh, DB. Who else is in here?
1: i'll tell you laura s uh she does some good linkedin content Laura uh, yeah 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 she, uh, she just passed along a lot of interesting relevant uh
2: tony s
1: sorry i'm with you matt yeah in the sober sphere in the sober sphere
2: yeah uh where are we all right you know it's interesting i've I think I've weeded out because I get it other places um, I think I, I've turned off my sobriety and recovery stuff on LinkedIn oh. maybe it's but yeah you know what it is it's since I've gotten a, a jobby job um, and you know I sort Are you of not focus on, LinkedIn? on that no I but that I focus on my my day yeah, work on LinkedIn yeah that makes sense to. so yeah, I sort yeah, of turned yeah. off the recovery uh, stream uh, bit by bit uh okay. Cool. Thanks everybody for showing up, for coming, for sticking with us, coming back after last last week's deba- debacle. Um But it'll go uh, down
0: in history. Like it we're, will. We're brave enough to own that debacle, so thank you for owning it.
2: Like us spots, tell your friends uh in recovery, tell your friends and family uh,
1: don't drink. Don't drink. Don't, don't drink.
2: Don't do drugs. Good. Um all right. And uh, See you next week. Uh, yeah. Next week. I'm week. Um okay. you
1: two guys.
2: Bye man. Health, stay healthy, Bye, stay
1: sexy, and uh all right, I'll crap. talk to you, I'll talk to you guys this week.
2: Got okay. it. Alright. Bye. Bye. Bye.